welcome welcome you know, i don't think i've mentioned this on here but i have a facebook group if you're on facebook make sure you jump in that group it's my private group it's where i'll go live in the morning with some morning motivation some mornings um i post just a lot in there i'll post there before i even post on my personal wall so if you're not in there make sure you join you can find that um, group by going to christinasmithpicelli.com or i think it's called confessions with christina <laughs> maybe i don't even know the name of the dang group anyways um also if you would let me know what you like what you think about these podcasts you can leave a review on apple i don't think you can on spotify but you're always welcome to message me and find me on facebook tiktok instagram at christina smith mcculley i will tell you tiktok's messenger is not easy to work so i don't check it a lot so instagram or facebook is better you can always email me at christina at christinasmithmcculley.com well let's just go ahead and just you know let's just go ahead and get started i'll be right back well, hi, y'all. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God... He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. I know it's been two weeks. I know. In the last podcast, I said I am not going to go two weeks right I'm going to do this every single week and um this morning as I was kind of asking God okay what do you want me to talk about because I always write down notes during the week and kind of have an idea and then he might change it on me so I was thinking as he was talking to me and dealing with me and showing me things I'm like oh okay all right we're gonna talk about my issues (laughs) but that's always what I talk about issues but um I'm sure that Maybe some of you can relate. I don't know. So, you know, as I was thinking, why did you go two weeks without doing another podcast? He reminded me that I get led by my feelings a lot. And as Christians, that you can't. We can't be controlled and led by our feelings because feelings are frickle. They're not bad. They're not wrong. God gave us feelings, but they're frickle, right? I mean, I could be so super excited about doing something one day and volunteer for something and then when I wake up the next morning I'll be like why did I do that it's because I was in my feelings I was hyped up I was emotional I didn't stop and think about it and honestly the reason that I, I really don't even have an excuse for not getting on here last Sunday it was I was up in my feelings just didn't feel like it I just didn't it's kind of like whenever people start exercising um, maybe not all people because a lot of more people have a lot more self-control than I do or di- or discipline, whatever the word we want to use is. But for me, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to go today, so I'm not. And I mean, if I've made a commitment to do something, I need to do it, you know? And like, I've been dealing with a little depression trying to sneak in. And I think that, you know, I'm, I'm not walking in what he called me to walk in when I just skip and don't do these podcasts. And then that can cause some depression because if we're in his will, we're 
in our purpose, then there's joy. There's joy in serving him and being in his presence and just walking out our purpose, really. You know, I mean, I can get so, like, joyful hearing from people that are, are us talking about God or us talking about something he did. It's because we're in his presence, right? So as I was thinking this morning, as he was kind of dealing with me, I was thinking, okay, all right, well, that's what we'll go with, being led by feelings, you know, and kind of just dissect that, talk about that, dissect it. Is that a word I should use on here, dissect that? I don't know. Anyways, so feelings, emotions, all them good things. Is there anybody else that is led by their feelings? Like I am a lot of the times, and, and it's got me a lot of trouble. I mean, it's got me signed up for things that I didn't want to do. It's uh, brought me into sin before in my life. I mean, it's definitely, definitely makes me spend more money than I should. <laughs> I've kind of realized when I'm bored, I should really not have the Amazon app on my phone. Or when I'm like in some kind of mood, I'll just go buy something. And I think that that's probably a form of like, pacifying your mood or something because you do get like a little adrenaline rush from buying something you know but it makes I mean like I spend money I shouldn't I, I, I shouldn't I mean y'all I have drove by a parking lot before and been like oh that's a pretty car pulled in there and got it had way way high interest rate the car had problems in it but I was in my feelings I didn't stop and pray about it I didn't think about it I just jumped in it and I mean, same with buying stuff or whatever. I know for me that they're not, okay? I was in a mood and um, I had some, I don't know what I had, some kind of chocolate or something. I don't know what it was. I can't remember. But I felt so yucky afterwards from like the sugar rush. Like I felt yucky. And I was thinking, you knew better than this. Like you knew, and I probably ate too much of it probably, but you knew you were going to feel like this, but yet... I, I think sometimes I think that like this shopping or like eating or whatever fixes whatever is going on emotionally and it's not I mean it doesn't I mean who's the fixer the Holy Spirit you know so um I mean maybe I'm the only one I don't know I don't know I think I got off subject what I was gonna tell y'all so like with me not doing a podcast last week there was no excuse I just didn't feel like it like and it's not that I didn't feel like it because it's like I said it's almost like going to the gym like you know we think that oh I don't feel like I don't need to do that but that's not the way we get things done our feelings are rarely supportive until we take action so we think it's like oh I don't feel like it so I'm not going to do it when in reality even if we don't feel like it we should take action because then your feelings catch up with that action you know what I mean like I love doing these I love getting in here but I got to make myself get in here. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the enemy or what. But, like, I will procrastinate. I don't know. I don't know why I do that. Which, you know, I could do that with, like, calling doctor's appointments or paying bills. I will just, like, procrastinate on it. There's no reason to. Like, why I want to just call the doctor and make an appointment? Like, why? I don't know. I just put it off. Somebody said one time that was, like, a form of ADHD. I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. But I would just procrastinate doing something that ain't a big deal. It's not a big deal. And you know how much better I feel when I just go ahead and go do it? Like when I just, if I have three doctor's appointments to make and I just get on the phone and do them. I'm like, okay, that's done. I mean, it's done. It's set up. Why did you wait two weeks to do it, Christina? Come on. Why? Why? I don't know. So there's no reason I didn't jump on here, except I just didn't 
feel like it. And I was talking to my friend today at church and I was like, you know, I mean, that's just, I just can't live like that. You know why? Because then what happens afterwards? Then I kind of feel, I mean, like, this is just me talking out loud. I don't need like comments or like validation or reassurance or anything like that. But I kind of feel dumb after I don't do what I say I'm going to do because I said I was going to do it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Or you might feel guilty. Like you need to go to the gym. You didn't. You didn't feel like it, so you didn't go. And then you feel guilty, right? So it's it's just like a um circle. And the only way you change the circle is to change something in the circle, right? So if the circle is, mm, I don't feel like it, so I don't. So then I feel worse. So then I really don't feel like it. So then I, I keep not doing what I need to do. And then I, it just it's like a circle, right? So I have to change that. So uh, I might not feel like it, but yet my action is going to be to do it. That gives me motivation, that gives me energy, that gives me, you know, want to do the next one. So then I do more. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? And then the circle keeps going like that. So that's where feelings start with, right? That thought, that thought of, mm, I don't want to. <laughs> mm, I'm depressed today. Mm, I'm going to eat that. Mm, I'm going to say that. Mm, I don't care. I'm going to wear that. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess I'm going to wear that. I probably didn't get thrown in there but you know like just following them emotions and emotions are not a bad thing I used to say God why did you give us emotions like I wish you had not given us emotions at all but then somebody put it like this it was really good it was really really good so emotions is like the check engine light on your dashboard okay it's telling you something is going on if you don't stop and get it fixed eventually you'll have a breakdown okay so emotions aren't bad they're warnings they're they're lights that that should show us, like, let me dig a little deeper. And then sometimes, just, I mean, it is so good to sit and dig deeper, really. Like, I'll be in a mood. <laughs> Why am I in a mood? Why am I in a mood? And then I'll remember, oh, I saw something that put me in that mood. And so then I'll change my thoughts of the way I thought about that. Like, no, for one, that doesn't have anything to do with you. It wasn't personal. It's not your business. Um... Or maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they posted that because they were having a bad day. You know, am I making any sense? I feel like I'm making sense to me, but I don't know if I'm making sense when I say it out loud. But um, we should check our emotions. I told somebody the other day, if I don't feel close to God, I, I check my heart immediately. God, is there any unforgiveness in my heart? Is there any resentment that I need to deal with? Is there any any um just anger growing in there because that's usually the number one thing that will put like a wall between us and feeling like we're close to God is resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, you know. And so when I start feeling that way, I need to check myself. I need to check that check engine light before I have a breakdown, right? Because it just keeps growing. Like, you know, you're driving your car, check engine light comes on. It ain't getting better if you keep driving it. You know, I mean, it's just going to make the problem worse and worse if you don't stop and figure and get it checked out, right? So emotions and feelings aren't bad, but they need to be checked. And we can't be led by them because they're so frickle. They're so frickle. I remember one time, like I was in seventh grade or something like that, and I had like this little boyfriend or whatever, and I did not like him at all. Like, I did not like him at all. I was just like, ugh. I went to bed one night, I had a dream about him. I guess the dream was like, I mean, it wasn't nothing like, you know, sexual dream. I mean, I'm just saying that he was in my dream. I woke up and I felt like I was so in love with him. Like, I was just like, oh. And then I saw him again. I'm like, mm, no. 
It's because my feelings were frickle. You know, I woke up in emotions. And so many things can put us in an emotional state. Like the things we watch, the things we listen to, the people we're around. Um, all of that stuff. You know, the weather. The things we eat. Ugh, the things I eat can make me feel so bad. Even though at the time I'm like, I'm going to eat this. And then I feel like, oh, why did I do that? But, um, you know, circumstances. Different circumstances that are going on at different times of our life. Y'all hear my paper? I got my notes out here. So, if I can figure out, like the other day when I was feeling really blah, I just knew, okay, it's what you ate. It's what you ate. So, you, you need to eat better. You know, you don't need to do this again. You need to remember tomorrow night when you're wanting that um, half a uh, cheesecake, not half a slice, half, that you're go- it's going to make you feel yucky. Y'all, I used to eat um, double-stuffed Oreos every night before bed, like a lot of them. And every morning I'd wake. Oh, my word. Well, that was fun. <laughs> A vase fell out of the top cabinet. I'm sure my child was in there getting fudge rounds and just moved the vase around. He wasn't, nobody was in there when the vase fell, thankfully, but lots of glass and all that. So that was, yeah, that was that. Um, what I was saying, double stuffed Oreos. So every morning I'd wake up feeling really, really groggy. And then I didn't eat them one night and I realized that I woke up easier. And, you know, just because I wanted to eat them at night, it didn't mean that it was good for me and that's how our feelings can be like just because we do want to do something or don't want to do something it doesn't mean that it's good for us and we should always stop and check with the holy spirit now that of course might be easier said than done because when you're fixing to eat something it's hard to remember like oh okay you know to think past that moment but i do think that with practice i can get slower in my response you know make it become a habit even if I had to put sticky notes everywhere to think before I act you know or to act before I think hold on think before I, you know there this goes two ways because if I don't want to do any do something then I need to do it with action if that's what I said I was going to do and if I do do something like in a hurry I need to stop and think hold on I'm getting very bobble minded hold on okay I blame it on COVID brain, but it's probably just my brain that gets confused. Um, I wrote down some examples of people who who had actions out of emotions, okay, and didn't maybe stop and consult the Holy Spirit. Um, I was reading the book of Jonah. That's a really short book, and there's like some really good stuff in that. I mean, you know, first he disobeyed God, and then, of course, you know, got swallowed by the well, then obeyed God told the people about their need of repentance and then got mad when they did you know that's crazy ain't it because i'll you know i'll know i need to pray about something or pray for someone but then i'm like okay god but i mean do i want them close to you that don't seem fair they already seem like they (laughs) are doing great now they get to have a relationship with you too if i pray for that you know (laughs) ain't that crazy but in reality if my eyes are on the cross and then i just realize how much I need Jesus and that without him I'm nothing and then apart from him I could do nothing and that it's nothing for my future if I don't have Jesus then that'll keep me in the right frame of mind that I should want everyone to have a close relationship with God. 
I probably just totally told on myself. Like, I'm not saying I, I am not saying that I want somebody in hell. I'm telling you, I'm not. But whenever I feel jealous of somebody, I know that my first thing to do is to pray for them. But I'm like, how am I supposed to pray for more blessings? I'm jealous. But that's when I talk to God about it and just tell him that. Like, I don't want to pray for more, but I need you to change that in my heart. I need you to just, I don't, you know, like, I don't want to have jealousy or, or envy or resentment or unforgiveness or anything like that in my heart. Because all that does is put a wall between me and God. It does. I mean, it just, it makes it harder for me to... Not to, no, yeah, probably to talk to him and just to feel that closeness because it is like a wall. It's like a barrier, I guess, because he's just so holy and that stuff's just not able to be in his presence because he's so holy that it's hard for, for us to get in his presence when we have that in our heart, if that makes sense. But Jonah, you know, Jonah, Jonah acted out of feelings. He, he didn't want to go, so he went the other way. So what happened? Look at David. David looked upon Bashima. I mean, he didn't stop and think of the past that. You know, that's what gets us in trouble. It really does. And then um, Peter, when he cut off that ear, uh, you know, re- in reality, like, I could see his side of it. He was trying to protect his Savior. He was trying to protect his teacher, his leader. But if we are to follow Jesus' example, Jesus never acted rash. You know, like I was dealing with something a couple weeks ago and I'm like, okay, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I mean, he would not speak ugly. He wouldn't speak um, rude or judgmental. He would just be calm but firm. You know, like whenever he told the woman um, that they were on a stone. I mean, he didn't dismiss her sin. He didn't be like, oh, that's okay. Keep going. He said... Let those who I can't sin cast the first time. Well, everybody left, and then he told her, go and sin no more. But he told her in love. He talked to her in love. And he didn't, you know, bash her or just dismiss her. But he was also not a pushover when it comes to, like, oh, that's okay. Keep keep doing what you're doing. You know, because I have a tendency of not setting boundaries with people and letting them think that, that uh, maybe that things are okay what they do or that, like, you know, I just can't even tell you how much I get asked for things that I used to just be like, okay, here. Like, even if I, did, like, I mean, let's let's use not example of material. Let's use the example of time. Like, will you do this for me? Like, okay, I, I don't have time. I don't, I, that's not something that I feel like God wants me to do. But I don't want them to be mad at me. I don't want them to, I don't want to upset them. So I would say yes, but that, that is a boundary that I have had to learn how to establish, okay, what well, God, what do you want me to do? What do you do you want me to say yes to this? And if he doesn't, then I cannot worry about their feelings being hurt. I can't but I don't have to be brash about it. I can be gentle and firm gentle but firm. Does that make sense? I swear I think I'm getting off topic. And then okay, so Peter. So if Peter was to follow Jesus' example with the soldier, then he wouldn't have acted so rash, right? Because I was, I'm always like trying to look at it from, okay, God, well, what does this mean? Or like, how do I, I mean, how do I compare myself to Peter? Like, would I have done that? Well, I mean, he was, he probably thought he was doing right. He was protecting, but he, you know, if he's following Jesus' example, okay. I was reading some of the Old Testament in Samuel right now, and, um, these two men, I can't remember their name, they dropped the ark or they touched the ark covenant. And, I mean, they died right that minute. I'm like, God, was that harsh? 
And he was like, well, and, you know, I just felt my spirit like, well, disobedient. Like, they were disobedient. Well, I probably would have done that too. Well, they were disobedient. They, they were told not to touch it. You know? <laughs> I mean, you know, like, uh, anyways. And then let's look at Saul. Of course, I mean, he acted out of, um, or no, I'm talking about Saul in the Old Testament. I'm sorry, King Saul. So he was jealous of David, and that caused him his anointing. He didn't stop and like, okay, like I, I do have a tendency to get jealous of people. Um, I mean, not like a tendency, but I can, I catch myself and then I catch it fast. I'm like, no, 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 Christina, come on now. Like, where's your focus? What are you focusing on? It ain't really jealousy. It's just kind of like maybe comparison, maybe, you know, why do they get this or why do they get to do that or, or whatever. But that's when I'm focusing on the world more than Jesus. And of course, there's always going to be things that we don't see behind the scenes that are going on you know so if we're talking about being in our feelings what can we actually do about it what you know what are some practical things that we can do to not to be led by emotions first of all I think so I wrote down like um three to four things there were three but I want to throw this first one in there you know the first thing is you need to know your triggers. It's very important to know what triggers you. What triggers them thoughts that turn into the emotion, then you take action, and then that becomes a habit. So what triggers that thought? Um, if if you're dealing with insecurity and you feel like that you are not as good as so-and-so, or you can't do as much as so-and-so, what is triggering that thought? Is it social media? Okay, then you need to back away. Um, is okay is buying the snacks at the dollar store and have them in your house is that triggering you eating bad and then feeling bad about yourself and then feeling bad physically okay then we don't need to buy them you know um are you too tired that's a major trigger when i'm short-tempered and anxious it's usually because i haven't slept a lot or slept enough you know then that needs to be fixed the places I go and the people I'm around can be triggers. You know, I struggle with this because, okay, God, if I'm supposed to love everybody, but yet I know I cannot be around that person, is that me not being loving or is that a biblical boundary? Um, you know, I think that we can always pray for them. And if we're supposed to be around them, then we'll have a softened heart. I mean, you know, I'm like one of them people that's like, if somebody like really sucks the energy out of me, like emotionally, I kind of have uh, put it on myself, like almost like, which as I'm saying this, I didn't even realize I did this part of it, but I kind of, not that I'm their savior, but like almost think like it's my duty to allow them to drain me. Well, I'm not Holy Spirit though. I'm not Jesus. That's his job. That's the Holy Spirit's job, right? So if I have somebody that's like really draining my energy and really pulling me down and then I set that boundary and don't let them anymore, I shouldn't feel guilty. I should really just pray and just, okay, Holy Spirit, you're the only one that can change them. Because I tend to feel bad about that. And I still don't even know what the right answer is. I'm sure he'll show me tonight maybe as I dive deeper into that. But, um, you know, certain places and people, you know, there's certain TV shows that'll trigger me and make me want to, you know, be that wild girl again, going out and maybe drinking, going to the club or whatever. Well, I don't need to watch that if that triggers me into wanting to do something that I don't, it's, that's not a fulfilling life for me at all. And so 
I, I don't want to I don't want to go to that place. You know, I don't want to go to back to that place in my mind or physically. Um, let me see what else. I said what I watch and what I listen to. You know, what's really cool is that as I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me this morning to remember my Proverbs. I'm trying to, when I think about it, okay, what's the date? Okay, go read that Proverb. And there's usually something in that Proverb that really speaks to me. Hold on, let me get it out. Today is September 19th, so and I've been reading out the Message Bible a lot. So Proverbs 19, verse 8 says, Grow a wise heart, you'll do yourself a favor, keep a clear head, and you'll find a good life. Okay, sometimes my head is not clear because of all the voices I allow in it. Um, voices from TikTok, from Facebook, from uh, social media, from TV shows, from people, period. I've noticed, especially when I was on Predazone, oh my word, I could not slow my mind down. It was so racing, and I was feeling it. It was like racing, so I, I was just like constantly like jumping from one thing to another watching it. Like I couldn't sit still. And all this was coming into my mind. That does not give me a clear mind. That does not give me a clear mind, letting all these voices tell me their opinions. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So I, that verse really spoke to me this morning, like to remember, to remind me, stop listening to everybody else's opinion. Stop watching everybody else's life, you know? Keep a clear mind. So whenever we have emotions, let's get back to, let's get back to the subject. Whenever we have emotions that, um, that go off okay let's let's talk about the ones like um depression anxiety just uh you know un like unproductive and uh, procrastinating on that just you know kind of down or like antsy um whatever the first thing we need to do is check our heart that's the very first thing that we need to do is like okay god where's this coming from what's going on and I honestly believe that when we ask him, he will show us. I, I 100% believe that when we lay it before him, it's just an honor, an honor thing. Like, okay, God, I need you to show me. Instead of me trying to figure it out all on my own, I want to check my heart before him. And he'll show me usually like what triggered that or what started that or what's making me feel that way. It might be something that I saw or read or ate or whatever, you know, and pull it back in and re-evaluate it maybe or re you know like talk it out or something does that make sense <laughs> I know I say that a lot sorry uh the second thing that I try to do um or that I want to do is to talk it out talk it out with God and I also usually talk it out with a couple of my strong Christian friends it's very interesting how people can especially people that want Jesus is best for you or that is going to steer you in the way of, okay, what would Jesus do? What, how would the Bible handle this? It's very interesting how they have a different perspective and that helps, that can help so much. Like I was really, I knew I had this issue going on and I knew it was wrong to think this way about someone. I knew it was, I just, I felt like, but I just couldn't hardly shake it. I was just like, but they make me aggravated. And I have two really close friends that I took it to them, and I told them, I, was, I know, it's wrong with things like that. And they said something that really changed my whole outlook on it. And I'm just so grateful because I do not want to feel resentful. I do not want to feel 
aggravated. That stuff stresses me out. Like, I don't like feeling like that. I don't want to walk around offended. I do not want to live offended. Oh, let me throw that in there. I've, I've, I've listened to two really good books. On, um, it's Unoffendable is one of them by Brent Hansen and then The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. Oh, so good because that's, that's what this world is. It's just one big offended butthole. <laughs> Can I say that on here? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> but I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't want to live that way. That's, I don't want to, I just, I don't want to feel that way. So after I check my heart and then I, I, you know, talk to God about it, talk to my friends, maybe get a different perspective. Um, I, we are changed in that way by what the renewing of our mind, right? And then also just getting in my word. Our mind is changed by the renewal of it and the Holy Spirit. That's really the only way. I, I was listening to these um, podcasts one time talking about like the mind and how it is basically a computer and what you put in it is what is there. It's not put, it's not, things aren't put in automatically by osmosis. Is that the word or is that, does that mean like water or something? Osmosis. It's not put in just boom, all of a sudden, I'm thinking differently. It's got to be, it's got to be downloaded by something. Okay, we download it by renewing our mind with the Word of God, with the Holy Spirit doing it. You know, it, it's not just done automatically. I think that a lot of times we think, oh, what, what, wait, I love Jesus now. I'm, I'm saved. I'm a new, I'm a new creation. Yeah, we're a new creature. Heart's new. The mind's still the same. It, it's like taking a computer and, you know. You have a new keyboard, but that that power, that mind, what is it called? Hard drive, it's still the same. You know, does that make sense? So it has to be renewed by the Word of God. That's the only way it gets renewed. That's the only way we can change. That's that's really to me the only way that I'm going to be able to slow down and realize, okay, there's an issue going on in my heart. Let me go to God with it, because in my natural way in my human way there's an issue in my heart let me react you know somebody makes me mad let me tell them somebody hurts my feelings let me go into a pity party for two weeks somebody uh, offends me let me stay mad at them for four years my mama used to say that you can't remember uh, or you you can't you can remember what somebody did to you 10 years ago but you cannot even remember what's in chicken and rice (laughs) Because I could hold a grudge. I'd be like, no, I'm still mad at them because they didn't wave at me 5.2 years ago when I passed them on the road. (laughs) I mean, come on. But we get renewed, you know, like, so now by renewing my mind with the word of God, I know that, like, I don't want to be offended. Like, I don't want, that's, I don't want to live like that. How do I know that? Because I read in Ephesians 4.18 it says they are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance in them due to their hardness of heart. Well, being offended hardens my heart. I do not want to be alienated from the life of God, you know. So I only learn that because of the renewing of my mind, right? Whenever I feel overwhelmed because of what I've read in the Bible, I know that Jesus said his yoke is light. Take my yoke upon your yoke. I mean, like, I wouldn't know that. If I hadn't renewed my mind with the Word of God. Does that make sense? So I have to do that. We have to do that. 
So, you know, when you're feeling them warning lights come on, don't get upset about them. Be thankful for them. They're a warning light. They're letting you know something's off in there, okay? I need to go check my heart. I need to talk it out with God, maybe talk it out with a Christian friend, and renew my mind by the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. That's the only way that we're going to be able to to take control of our emotions and not live by our feelings because they're frickle. They're not, they'll get us in trouble. They'll have us spending a lot of money, eating a lot of junk food, making a lot of bad decisions. They are not to be trusted. I mean, they're just feelings. They change. They're, they're like an untrustworthy. Do y'all hear my son's truck? How am I that mom that has a son that has a truck that loud? You know, I, I can remember being in Vegas like years ago on the strip walking with my friend. I think I think it probably had to be. I think Lance was probably two, maybe one or two. And I went for like a business thing. And um, we're walking these loud motorcycles and trucks went by. And I, I just got so irritated. I'm like, I cannot stand loud trucks. And my friend was like, that really makes you jumpy, don't I? I said, yeah, I just, I cannot handle it. Like it makes, like it gives me irritation, like to hear a loud pipe. <laughs> now I'm that mom. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to jump off here. I got to go check on my other child too. So, um, let's, you know, I just, I don't want to be led by my feelings anymore because they're, they're, they get me in trouble. They're like that untrustworthy friend. One day's talking to you, the next day not. One day mad at you, one day want you to go somewhere. Up and down, up and down, up and down, right? But still, that person, that friend, that untrustworthy friend is still, maybe maybe it's a family member you have to deal with. Maybe it's somebody that like you see on a daily basis. You have to deal with them. They're there. But you don't have to be led by them. Maybe that was a bad example. Um. Anyways, let me pray for you guys and for myself. Is that selfish? Okay. No. No, it's not. Let's pray for everybody. Dear Father, thank you that we can come to you and talk to you. Thank you that you've given us feelings and emotions as warning lights for us to, to check our heart. If we didn't have them, then we might not ever would check our heart because we would just go along and think everything's fine. But that warning light comes on and shows us that we need to get with you, figure out what's going on, figure out if there's any unforgiveness in there, resentment that's starting to grow and fester. Figure out if we're maybe being triggered by something that we're seeing every day and that we need to back off of that and just spend more time with you. Thank you that you've given us feelings and emotions, but dear Lord, give us the strength not to be led by them. I know you've given us the strength. You've given us your Holy Spirit. So help us to slow down enough to ask and to to talk to Holy Spirit before we jump on these decisions or take action or not take action, procrastinate, not do the things that you've called us to do because of our feeling of just not wanting to or being overwhelmed or whatever it may be help us to just be guided more listen more closely to the guidance of the holy spirit thank you for your your son thank you for jesus and thank you that you did give us the holy spirit that we're not here alone that we always have holy spirit as our guidance and our comforter our counselor and it's in jesus name that i pray and thank you for all of this Amen. Amen.